The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 343. I've just got up very early uh, at 6.30am this morning to uh, record this episode and uh, this morning we're going to be talking about um, what to do when you second guess your decisions. Um, So on to that in just a minute. If you would like some help with OCD or anxiety then you can get a free session with me to get that. You can head over to my website robertjamescoaching.com and there you can book in directly for that free session, or if you prefer, you can send me a message and uh, let me know about what you're struggling with. So in today's podcast, we are going to be exploring that theme of um, how to deal with uh, second-guessing decisions, and this is something that really comes up a lot with OCD, decision-making and the uncertainty that that obviously involves, you know, can can create a lot, a lot of anxiety for people. So we'll be unpacking that and how to deal with that uh, a bit better from my perspective. Um, if you would like to follow the podcast uh, a bit more and, and help and support, we do actually have Patreon for the podcast. Um, you can follow the link in the show notes for that. Also, you can follow on uh, Instagram. My Instagram handle is at UK or on Facebook and other places. There's a Facebook group too. Uh, I really hope that you enjoy today's episode. And if you have any questions at all, uh, do please let me know. Many thanks. <laughs> Here's a really unhelpful quote um, if you happen to be struggling with uh, second-guessing yourself. And it is this. It's by uh, a guy called Don Mattingly. If you don't second-guess yourself, then you are not trying to get better. Now, this is exactly the thing that you do not need to hear if you're struggling with this type of OCD where uh, it's incredibly difficult for you to make a decision. Um, And often we are telling ourselves exactly what this guy here, Don, is talking about. We're telling ourselves that we have to go over that decision again. We have to think about it again, that, you know, perhaps we've not really thought about it enough. And, you know, for that reason, uh, we could make a terrible mistake and, uh, you know, and, and we should go back. And if you're struggling with decision making OCD, which unfortunately a lot of people are, Um, You know, this can lead to all sorts of problems where you just find yourself spending hours and hours each day agonizing over that decision, not feeling like you're able to to kind of really come to a helpful conclusion about it. And so, you know, it's really important that we recognize that actually this is just another part of the OCD. It's It's another way in which the OCD is kind of keeping you trapped. Um, and when you recognize that and you begin to uh, to kind of take some action uh, to to do something different, then actually, you know, things can can really begin to to, to kind of change in your favor. 
Here's a, another much more helpful quote from uh, David Bowie. Uh, All my big mistakes are when I try to second guess or please an audience. My work is always stronger when I get very selfish about it. And uh, this is obviously much more helpful because um, it's really encouraging us to not rely on our compulsions. Really, when he's kind of talking there about not second guessing his work, um, you know, it would be very easy if you're, um, you know, a, a big um, a, a personality, a celebrity, and you, you, you're famous for your artwork, for, for example. I, I imagine it would be very easy to agonize over your work, to obsess over your work, in maybe not exactly the same way as somebody with uh, OCD agonizes, but maybe in a similar way. Um, you know, but actually, when you let go of that, as he points out, then actually you do your best work. Your work is much better when you just say, "Well, this is what I want to do," and you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there as as it is. I'm not going to determine to make it perfect. Um, you know, because when I do that, maybe my work just isn't quite as good. I'm just gonna put it out there, and you know, with with decision making OCD you know, really, we've got to learn how to do that as well. Um, I think part of the issue is that, you know, we we don't really want to make a decision sometimes. We kind of feel like just that very act of making that decision is uh, meaning that we have to let go of something, that we have to choose. And we don't quite want to do that because obviously, you know, if we have to choose one thing, then it means giving up on that other thing. And what if that other thing turns out to be the thing that we really wanted? Um, You know, the thing that perhaps um, is going to bring us the the real happiness that we're looking for. Um, You know, and we we get ourselves really confused. We tie ourselves up in, in knots. And the honest truth is, in my perspective, that, you know, that thing that you're looking for, that perfect thing uh, that you think is out there to, um, you know, to kind of resolve all of your issues and to make you feel finally happy. Well, it doesn't really quite exist. Um, It doesn't really matter what decision you make a lot of the time. Of course, there are better decisions to be made. And I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't take your time on big decisions. You, you should. Um, but the issue is, is when OCD comes in and it is really uh, destructive in this decision-making uh, process, it's causing us a lot of agony. Um, it's making us second-guess everything. Then obviously that's problematic and we need to start addressing that. Um, you know, this has happened to me in so many different areas of my life. Um, one of those is actually related to relationship OCD, where, you know, I would spend hours each day agonizing about whether I was in the right relationship or not, or whether I needed to break up um, with my my girlfriend or not. Um, You know, and and this was a kind of silent thing that I would just think about all day, every day. Um, You know, and you may say, well, doesn't, doesn't everybody do that sometimes? And it's like, well, Maybe sometimes, maybe for a, for a week or something, they may question if their relationship is right. But this was going on for for a few years where every day I would spend like literally eight or nine hours potentially thinking about that particular issue. Um, but it didn't just end there. It would just, it would kind of uh, end up um, influencing all sorts of different areas of my life. Anytime that I was going to buy something of some significance, um, you know, like a, a car or or a, or a house or 
um, even smaller things, you know, it can end up really invading so many different areas of your life where you find small decisions become uh, increasingly difficult. Like, which type of muesli should I buy from the supermarket? Um, you know, you find yourself getting more and more caught up in, I have to, I have to make the right decision because if I don't, I'm, you know, I'm going to lose that happiness that I really want. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be content in my life because I'm going to make this incorrect decision. Um, so this is something that we, you know, we really have to learn to let go of. And I think um, perhaps the, the first thing is just recognizing that, you know, there's a, a false narrative here that we're telling ourselves, as there so often is with OCD. Um, we're trying to persuade ourselves um, that this, this narrative is correct, that we do have to find the right thing, because only that is going to lead to our happiness and our contentment. And the other avenue, the other choice is going to lead to all sorts of anxiety and difficulties. And the first thing is just to say, well, that's not true. Um, you know, uh, obviously one decision, well, it might end up being marginally better than, than the other, depending on what it's about. And if it's a bigger decision, okay, well, maybe that might have more influence over things. But the way in which um, I've, I've, kind of, I've really be, uh, begun to look at things is to kind of think that there is no real right or wrong decisions. Obviously, you want to, uh, to make a decision in line with your values and what's important to you. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to do that anyway. But ultimately, you know, if you've come to kind of two choices and you're really agonizing over which one, then, you know, most probably bo both of them, um, you know, could be a good decision. Um, and that's the way I, I tend to, to look at things. I, I tend to think to myself, well, I can make either of these decisions work for me. Um, you know, no matter which one I take, I can see a path that I can go down where I can make that decision work. And it might be uncomfortable. It may feel uh, initially that I've made the wrong decision or, you know, um, initially I, I might be giving something else up and, you know, I, I might get some discomfort for a while whilst I'm learning how to, to not live with that thing anymore. And that will be uncomfortable, but that will pass. Um, it's all about making the decision that you do make work for you and recognizing that there is no perfect decision out there. There's only decisions and then there's the action that you take afterwards to make that decision work for you. Um, and personally for me, that's been a much healthier way to view my decisions. And it's really helped me to, well, to, uh, you know, to, to um, arrive in this position today um, you know where I am. Uh, yeah, I have I have a baby with with uh, that that girlfriend that I was talking about earlier. Uh, we are engaged to be married. Um, you know, there's all sorts of decisions that I've taken um, of late that um, just a few years ago would have been incredibly hard for me to do. Uh, it would have been really hard for me to commit to those kind of decisions. Because it was terrifying. <laughs> it was like, what if I'm making the wrong decision? I'm, I'm making the worst mistake ever and I can't go back. And, you know, of course, the OCD mind was jumping all over those decisions. And I just chose to say, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to plow ahead anyway. Um, I think it's what I want to do, but maybe it's not. Maybe it will be a mistake. But 
you know, the way I, in which I was able to do these things is I recognize, well, you know, I'm almost 40, you know, well, now I'm 42, um, you know, and I actually want to uh, experience being, uh, being a parent and um, I, want, I do want to be married and, you know, how much longer am I willing to, to wait? Um, so I ended up just thinking, well, I'm happy in this relationship. My values are actually met in this relationship um, I recognize my, my girlfriend would be, uh, I think, a good mother and all these kinds of things. And that, that actually made me then uh, make that decision from a place of confidence where I recognized that my values were being met by this decision. Um, and I think that's really important. You know, if you are making a decision, try to make your decision based on your values, not based on fleeting emotions that can change. Um, that's super important. When we when we make decisions based on fleeting emotions, um, you know we can we can struggle. I'm not saying that shouldn't ever be uh, the process. If you use your gut feeling sometimes and you're able to do that, then great. Some people with OCD struggle with getting in touch with that gut feeling. Um, you know, if you do using your values to make decisions can be a way to really make sure that you're on the right path, that you're not too far off the track when it comes to making that decision. Um, you know, so that was something that was really helpful for me with those difficult big decisions that I made. And, you know, there were moments, of course, where I was second guessing myself after making those decisions. But in general, I'm really happy that I did. Uh, that I did. And I've, you know, I've had to kind of make those decisions work for me rather than you know, waiting there thinking, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Am I going to be happy or not? I just kind of said, I'm going to go for it. And, um, you know, I'm going to make it work. And now, of course, there are imperfections and, you know, it, it, nothing is ever perfect. And, um, but generally speaking, you know, I feel really happy that I made that decision and it's enabled me to move on with my life and to let go of constantly second guessing everything and being in that kind of limbo state in that gray zone, which is a really difficult place to be if you're inhabiting that, you know, for a long time or, you know, for months or even years as, as I was. Um, it's also important to say here that, you know, whatever decision you do make is your decision. You know, you have to, you have to take responsibility for it. And um, at the same time, you've also got to recognize, um, as, as I had to in a way, that, you know, sometimes we do have to, to to kind of make a leap of faith, almost like an exposure activity where we've got to choose something because even kind of making a choice to not choose anything, well, that that is actually a choice too, but maybe that's a kind of unhelpful choice that's just kind of keeping you stuck in your life. By actually taking back control, by taking power over your situation and over your life and actually making a decision um, you know that you that is really in line with your values it might really help you to you know to kind of step out into into uncertainty to start allowing a bit more anxiety into your life and it may actually help in general with with OCD and anxiety it's an imperfect thing um, you know and like I said earlier you know um, it's it's difficult and so my heart goes out to you if you're struggling with this um, you know, and there isn't there isn't a perfect solution to it. And so uh, it is a difficult place to be. But if you can start to just start um, making a few more smaller decisions, perhaps, 
uh, if you're struggling with those as well, and then begin to build up from there uh, and, and start making some bigger decisions, it might actually really start to help with the OCD. So there we go, guys. Really hope that you enjoyed that one. If you have any questions at all, do please let me know. And I will see you next time. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. 